0: Yeah, isn't God good? Yes. Yeah. Well, adventuring with the Spirit. The prime purpose is, guess what? Adventuring with the Spirit. You know, we could teach from now till Jesus comes. uh, But we would miss what God's got for us. Which is that we engage in this opportunity, this adventure, this this beckoning, this call that he's that he's set upon us. Uh, this adventure. All right. What I was saying was this: is that uh, the purpose of uh, looking. I'm following what God's saying. Adventuring in the spirit. Spirit of adventure is what God's spoken over us. Is that we, we do it, we engage in it, we receive something and we practice it. Now, what do you think God has given as an aid to that? You do know... I'm just kind of getting you to think back. What does the Bible say? that the, or If we go to the true meaning of testimony, can you remember what that says? Do it again. So we just heard testimony. The purpose of testimony in the plan of God is that there's something that's created in us, and I'm not going into great detail on that now, but something that's created in us that says... Do it again, Lord. Now, in order to benefit from that, there has to be testimony. There has to be a telling. And time and time again, the thing that... Um, call, I mean, I've got a vantage position. I see your lovely faces. And I see that boredom and tiredness and sometimes the relief of sleep that comes upon you. (laughs) But I also see how you kind of come alive when there's testimony. In fact, I hear you even clap when you hear it, which is more than what you would do if you were listening to me. Brothers and sisters, if I did this for your applause, I would have stopped a long time ago. (laughs) Here's what I'm saying, guys. God is doing stuff amongst us. And sometimes what God's doing amongst us, it might not be for me, but I hear about it. And to gossip the good news is a great thing to do. So let's kind of uh, activate ourselves, activate one another. You know that little nudge? That sounds like a testimony. Oh, yes, it does. All right, then. And then you come and you share it, and you see the people's faces light up, and you love them, so you want them to look happy, and you know. And then sometimes they even sort of get excited. Wow, that's better than a moaning and looking miserable, isn't it? Anybody prepared to join me on the quest to encourage people to share what God's doing? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yes. All right. So adventuring with the Spirit. Ah, this is a good one. Being led by the Spirit. Huh. Why can we expect to be led by the Spirit of God? This is God's Holy Spirit getting hold of us and leading us. Why can we expect that? Have you got a PowerPoint or not? You have, okay. Why can we expect that? Biblical basis? We like a biblical basis, yes? All right. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. The Bible says that as we receive Christ by faith, by what he'd done, so we continue to walk in him. The Bible says that those that are led of the Spirit of God are the sons of God. If you're a son of God, you can expect to be led, according to the word of God, by the Spirit of God. So there's a pretty good biblical basis for that. Now, uh, Daniel, you just came there at the right time. Since you're handy, take hold of my hand and drag me across there. Am I being led? Come behind me. Push me. Am I being led? Take me by the hand. Am I being led? Yeah? Come sit down. There, <laughs> Daniel Jones. Guys, lead. See, God could have given us a list of instructions. You know what a list of instructions like? Anybody had instructions about getting somewhere, particularly from someone who's kind of local. Well, at the post office, you turn right. And then there's a blue door, 17 doors along, and you need to make a left after that. I mean, not easy. Or he could have just thrown us a map and said, you know, it's on the map, just look at it and read it. Map reading. Yeah? Thank God for SatNav. I'm sure it saved our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, what he did, he came in a person of the Holy Spirit. And he said, I ain't doing that with Daniel again. He said, I'm coming as a personal guide. I'm going to engage with you. And then we come back again to our. Illustration that we started with, with a motorbike and the pillion rider. But a personal guide. Somebody who engages with us. So we can expect to be led by the Spirit. Yeah? Are we all agreed? Okay. I like what the Living Bible says of Romans 8, 5. Those who follow after the Holy Spirit find themselves doing those things that please God. Yeah? Anybody want to please God? If you're led of the Spirit of God, that's what happens. You end up pleasing God. So, all right, being led of the Spirit. Now, uh, we've got another little uh, illustration just to show you, can you put it up? I didn't know this, James told me this the other day. This is actually uh, the opera singer, Andre Bolletierre. And he rides a bike. (laughs) And the way he rides a bike, he has somebody ride alongside him with their hand on his shoulder because he's blind. Those of you who don't know, the blind opera singer, great opera singer. So he rides a bike because somebody, or sometimes it's the other way around. He puts his hand on the shoulder of somebody that is... It's a great picture, thanks very much. It's a great picture of... This kind of leading, guiding. You see, in the purpose of God, his plan is that he does this so that he leads us not only into truth, not only into uh, good things, exciting things, but also out of danger and out of going the wrong way. So we need to be led by the Spirit of God. And that's what we can expect. Now, let's just understand what we mean by it, all right? It's not being dragged. It's not being driven. It is leading. It's God's leading. God's leading by the Holy Spirit directly into our spirit. So it's a way of knowing his will. Working where he's working. Which is absolutely necessary if we're going to enter into the kind of exciting life that he's got for us. I don't believe that any one of us including myself is living to the fullness of the exciting life that god has ordained for us anybody disagree with that you're free to disagree that if we agree we're saying wait a minute there should be something more there could be something more there is something more if we find our place in being led by the spirit of god Adventuring with the Spirit requires that we're led by the Spirit. Yep. Yeah? So, there's a downside if we're not. If we're going to be led by the Spirit, we know His will, we work where He's working, and we are see something more of the outworking of His power. The Bible says that we're actually made up of body, soul, and spirit. It's in 1 Thessalonians 5. And basically... If we're not led by the spirit, we're gonna be led by something. Well, one minute, what are we left with? Body and soul. Well, if we're led by the body, we'll be making decisions based on uh, what feels good, what is good for our physical welfare. Well, I'm a bit tired, so that rules that out. It will be determined by a completely different set of values than if we're actually led by the Spirit. I prefer this, I feel more comfortable in that. I it will lead us to kind of what's good for me. Yeah, I could come and help you uh, work in your garden or work in your house, uh, but I prefer to do my own. You know, it's a kind of what feels good type of thing if we're led by the soul again instead of the spirit the soul if you like is the intellect the will the emotion we're in danger of making what I call a a soulish response we respond out of feelings leaves you strangely empty I first learnt this some years ago and we had somebody with us from overseas quite a lot of years ago and they had some young children and they were from a place with no, very little provision. And I can remember going and, and buying a lot of stuff for this guy to take back and, and excited to do it. And uh, even kind of doing things I wouldn't normally do. You know, I, I'm not a frequent visitor to mother care <coughs> and finding my way around, getting this stuff and and at the end of that, and he, he had it and was thankful and went off I had this strangest kind of almost an empty feeling I thought, what is this? And I realised in the goodness of God that I'd done something out of my emotion and out of my feeling and out of a natural thing, which wasn't what God was giving. It wasn't a bad thing per se, but it wasn't what God was giving at that time. And it didn't have that same sense of, of being lifted in the purpose of God. The Bible says, if we try to work it out in our intellect, don't lean to your own understanding. It, it, it basically leaves us open to manipulation as well as those things which would cause us to operate soulishly. It feels good. It may look good. But my question is, and the question we have to ask is, is it God? And we can get it wrong if we're not led by the Spirit, but instead we allow the soul to take over. And we as a people would gain a corporate sharpness if we entered more into being led by the Spirit. We as a people and as individuals would be more accurate and productive in the purpose of God if we were to be led more by the Spirit than we are at the present time. And this is what God's offering to us. It also protects us from the kind of forcefulness or the emotional manipulation that may be placed upon us. It also means that we're not subject to the <clears throat> current fluctuations in the world in which we live. And the, uh, the impact of news media or advertising uh, that will pick up on particular themes and decide that that's the thing that we're now going to be bombarded with. You see, behind some of these things, we have to understand, it's not just the conveyance of news or information. It's what sells. It's also, we're living in a world where there's demonic strategies. And the information that's churned out often is a product of that. So we receive the good news of the gospel in our spirit. And there's nothing else in us that can be, that can help only God and we have to continue to receive like that yeah yeah so we have a a basis in the scripture we're explaining a little bit about what we mean means that we have to keep focused on him let's just take a minute to do that let's take a minute to to reaffirm that we're choosing to be led by the Spirit. Let's take a minute to say, You know, Lord, if I've been partially led by body or soul, I don't want that. Because we've just been declaring how wonderful you are. We've been declaring about the beautiful nature of your name. We've been hearing testimony just now from Claire, of the transformation that took place when she decided that she would turn around and be instead led by your spirit rather than what was, what was kind of driving inside I got to get this stuff for the kids for the book week and, and rush around and just turning aside and allowing your spirit to lead. This is a time, I said it just a little while ago, not a time... Just for teaching, this is a time for entering in. Guys, I can't enter you in. I can only present before you truth and opportunity. Only you can decide you know what? I want to buy into what's being said. I want to be led by the Spirit, and I'm a son, daughter of the living God. I have a right to be led. By the Spirit. God has provided that. God is explaining through His Word the gentle nature of being led, of His personal involvement in my life that wants to take me to the very best things, that wants me to live a life of of adventure. Boy, as we hear and share and see some of the things that God's doing, There is indeed a sense that that something rises up within and we say, "This this is my God. This is my Father. This is the one who calls me into that relationship. This is the one who shares with me these things. Let's make a decision. It's a time of receiving, a time of... Not just hearing, but a time of making decision and saying, you know, on the basis of being able to expect this, I'm turning right now. Let's just use that song. Turning our eyes upon Jesus. Just take a moment, please. Say, Lord, I want to be led by the Spirit. I want to adventure. I want to be adventuring, not just once off, but as a lifestyle with the Spirit. This is what you're calling us to. This is what you've always called us to. This is a, a current emphasis. You don't say something, Lord, as offering it like we're looking in a shop window, but we can't have it. What you bring before us, you bring before us in order for us to say thank you, Lord, and receive it. let's look a little bit more just as we continue in this time you sit or stand whatever you want to do we need this leading of the spirit we need to be led by the spirit if we're going to be be and do why am I saying that? because we always think about doing but even what we heard from Claire earlier on it was more about being more about turning aside from the kind of got to make it happen the attitude the drivenness into that place of resting see guys if we're not led by the spirit there are times when difficulties arise attacks come and if you imagine it like this that there's a you're moving in a particular direction. I just need you again, Daniel. And I'm moving in this direction and an attack comes on the flank. You know, in a battle strategy... can you stand this side, mate? On a battle strategy, if you can cut off the advance, or one of the ways to cut off the advance is not to come full frontal at it, but to come at the side. That's what happens. We've even been experiencing that in recent times. That's why we're asking particularly, when we were praying on Tuesday, you were asked to pray for the core and leaders because of those particular things that can... Now, here's the issue. If you ignore it completely, it can cut off. So you make your advance, but then you can cut off. So your source of supply is a a well-known battle strategy. So you can't ignore it. But equally, if you're going this way and you divert everything to this attack that's coming from the side, equally that forward momentum, thanks Daniel, is, is completely cut off. Being led by the spirit Causes us to know when we need to deal with something and when we need to press on. And this applies not only in our corporate life, but it applies in our individual life. When do I need to give attention to this and see this thing dealt with? And when do I need to just keep moving through? (laughs) See, these things we can't, because they are of a spiritual nature, we can't work them out. But we can hear from God. It's absolutely important and critical. Sometimes we're inclined to say, I'm still talking about the importance of being led by the Spirit. Sometimes we're inclined to say, well, look, I'm just going to wait until God tells me. I might see a need. I might see an opportunity. I'm just going to wait until God tells me. Yeah that's right and yet think about it like this let's use a Bible example again remember Paul he was wanting to go into this place and that place and, and just couldn't seem to do it just seemed to be prevented but he, he was kind of on the move And he couldn't get here, he couldn't get there, but he knew that he should be on the move. Until then, he hears this voice saying, come over and help us to Macedonia. There's something as we engage in the things that God has given us in the now and present. It's like this. you ever tried to steer a car that's stationary? Yeah? It's very, very difficult. But how light the steering becomes. And how easy it is to steer when it's actually on the move. You know, there's something about being able to, to guide something that's on the move. I think with Paul, he, had, he knew something of the call of God. He knew the leading of the Holy Spirit. But he didn't know everything. He was not clear about the city. But sometimes, you know, we don't always like this one but sometimes we take a step in what we do know and the bible says in isaiah and you hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it Ooh, that's a that's a hairy one that one yeah yeah stepping out not because i feel it not because it's comfortable but because it might just be god it might just be god brothers and sisters he doesn't this is not without the, the risk of faith is not without that willingness to step out it's not without taking those opportunities you think it might be god and you don't know and sometimes you get a little way before you know It's an adventure. The very nature of adventure is something that's got a bit of a kind of flavour of risk in it. You know, It wouldn't be an adventure if it's just what we do, it's what we always do. It's like going to work. I go to work to earn the money, to buy the food, to give me strength, to go to work to earn the money, to buy the food, to give me strength. It's just breaking out of that. What about the very mundane the very ordinary I'm not talking about here just sitting waiting for something to happen I'm talking about you have a job and going to the job but Lord what have you got for me today have you got a word for somebody, have you got a a kindness have you got an inquiry that I could make Lord have you got something for me today that I could just see you could just show me and it would light up I I, I might have seen it many times but I'm open for you to show me as we engage in that adventure so what do we need how does it happen you know we talk a lot about a nudge Do you know what a nudge is? Can you just nudge someone? Yeah, I didn't say knock their block off, did I? (laughs) A nudge, Daniel. A nudge, just stand next to me. A nudge is not knocking him into next week. And just it's quite gentle yeah. why the Holy Spirit is characterized as a dove very rarely do you get you need to do this <laughs> it's a, a gentle thing we have to respond thanks
1: mate <laughs>
0: I uh, um, heard a story about a family um, of a mother and father and children. And sometimes, uh, maybe at the table, uh, the children were getting a little bit... um, uh, maybe not quite behaving correctly. And the mother had ways of... Giving a little nudge. It may just be nothing more than a look, or it may have been a little. It's just a story I heard. <laughs> and yet, because there was a sensitivity to the requirements of the mother, you better make, you better make, there was an ability to pick it up right there. Could be in the conscience. God speaks to us. We'll hear testimonies of that in coming days. And God just spoke to us. Um, he said, mm. Was it conscience? I don't know. You know, last was it last year? No, year before. George Moyer had asked me to go to Zimbabwe. I normally try to respond to these requests. And there were, there were certain obstacles. And let's say there were three or four. And one by one by one, they all got removed. I thought, wow. And as they were removed, I still felt, I just didn't feel at ease. I don't know whether you call that in conscience, it wasn't necessarily about doing something wrong, but I just didn't feel. In the end, for no reason that I could point out, I said, No, I won't go. The outcome of that was we subsequently sent the team with Richard. And if you remember the testimony, not only that they came back with, but the reverberations of that testimony, because God had a different plan. And we want to walk in his plan. And we get the very best when we do. It can be a word from somebody. It can be God speaks to you. Out the way. There are various ways in which God can lead us. But do you know what we have to have, first of all? We we have to want his leading we have to commit to his leading in order to receive that can be in a dream nudge can be like a thought or an idea can be a prompt from somebody else How had you thought about doing this Uh, we were praying uh, in the core team about who should be doing doulos this year. We we sat down and began to say, Lord, have you got somebody in mind that we haven't? And I think at that point, three of us came up with the same name. (laughs) You couldn't get away with that, mate. (laughs) So, I mean... God is God a variety of ways. It can be a request. Will you, will you come and look after my kids? That can be the leading of God. You still have to know, but it can be the leading of God. In fact, do you know what? If it ain't, don't do it. Let's not do anything that we don't believe is right before God. But as we go, as we step out, as we respond, as we seek, to, I'm committed to serve, I have this opportunity. That's a good place to start from. God will make it clear to us. God can just illuminate an opportunity. You see, we have to remember, you remember when we were talking about uh, speaking in tongues? And God doesn't grab hold of your tongue and wag it up and down to make noise, you know? We have to commit that to us. If God says, I want you to go somewhere, uh, unfortunately, we're not yet moving in the faith of transportation, you know? I mean, in that kind of being transported to a place. Uh, so we have to get, kind of, make some plans and get on a plane. God says, go and... Go and visit Phil. I don't sit there and wait till I'm kind of supernaturally moved to Phil. I have to, I was going to say walk, but let's not get into extremities. (laughs) Are my legs available to him? Is my voice available to him? Can I be led by the Spirit of God that involves my energy? that involves my skills, that involves a submission to Him in terms of my will. Do you know what? We'll never be led of the Spirit of God unless we realize we need to. We me say that again. If we realize, if we think, you know, I can work this out, I can do this, I can assess this you have cancelled out right there the opportunity for God the Holy Spirit to speak into that oh I know there's things that we see and we know part of what God's already built in but there has to be you know that saying there's none so blind as those who think they can see it's a it's a basic position that we actually have to accept I need to be led by God but at this point because we're saying because we're believing that this adventuring with the spirit is not something that we want in head knowledge but in practice this is a moment We're going to sing it again. The moment where it would be really good if you're thinking, if it's in your mind, how could the Spirit lead me? Could the Spirit of God lead me out of where I am? Could the Spirit of God lead me into something different because it seems so difficult, so impossible, so black, so bleak. Let's let's decide that we want to kind of receive what God's saying into action, being doers rather than hearers of the word. If you're, as I'm saying this, if you can identify, I don't know, could he lead me out of this blackness bleakness could he lead me into this place of release I am going to ask him and give me a chance give him that opportunity as we sing that come down here to the front so that we can pray together and call upon God just going to sing it, that will be the opportunity. You do it now. Thanks.
1: So uh, God gave me this
0: picture and, uh, and I
1: kind of got into a swimming pool in the deep end. Uh, you know where the steps are and you kind of get your way into the water and you, you're standing there and you can't, well you're not actually standing because you're holding on to the steps because you can't touch the bottom. Now I'm not a confident swimmer so I swim out a bit maybe, and I come back, and I I just keep staying around the steps, because I know that's where I'm safe, and I can get out of the water any time I like, but I believe that what God wants us to do is to leave the steps behind. You know, you don't think you're a good swimmer, but God's got a different plan for you. He hasn't set you up in that water to drown. He's given you that ability, that buoyancy that will hold you above the water surface as you swim in him so I want to pray for you to be able to leave those steps behind
0: so what we're going to pray now and I'm particularly believing because I'm asking God that as we are talking about being led of the spirit that he will lead us here and now hear us in what we should do what we should be asking him for I'm particularly wanting to pray right now where you see a level of impossibility almost mm. it's a risk to even ask. Yeah. There's a blackness, there's a like a despair almost that could this be? Could God lead me out of this situation into something more positive, more promising? Yeah. And I'm asking you, I'm asking you, as you know, in these coming days, and I'm talking about in these coming few days, you know that God has answered that prayer. You come and declare it along the lines of what the Bible says, so that others could say, Do it again, Lord. Will you do that? Will you do that? Will you do that? will you be prepared to come and declare this is what God done, he took me out of this dark place, out of this restricted place, out of this, this kind of prison and brought me into a, a new place of release and freedom and positiveness and looking forward to what he had and to his provision and to his goodness and I give him thanks Thank you, Lord. so Lord right now yes, Lord. what could we ask but that you confirm your word. Lord, at this time, as you place upon us this hunger that we actually experience being led of the Spirit, Lord, that you would come and cause there to be a letting go of the steps of the swimming pool, a trusting in you, are being led of you. Lord, that they were, my brothers and sisters at this time, might know beyond any doubt that they might see a light when they only see darkness, that they might see a way where there is no way. Lord, that you would lead them forth at this time, that they might know that God's hand has come upon their shoulder and that they're being guided and that they're being led and that they're being taken on a route and into a place that they hadn't even thought was possible by the transforming power of your Holy Spirit. Because we declare, Lord, that you lead us out and you bring us in, in the fullness of your purpose. We pray now for our brothers and sisters that that which seems a difficult place, a dark place, as they're standing here declaring their desire to be led by your spirit that you would demonstrate and do that that they may stand here again testify this is my God and this is what he did hallelujah hallelujah take your seats we have to surrender to what he says and what he wants we can't hold I'm using Daniel again I can't come to Daniel and ask him for something but stand at a distance from him I've got to come to him and receive Even if he's giving me something from his hands, I've still got to come and receive. Do not be surprised if God shows you something that is kind of in the way because he's more keen to give than you'll ever be to receive. Yeah? Isn't that true? Isn't that what the word of God teaches us? So anything if god shows you and you think i'm looking for this and god begins to speak to you about something that needs to be adjusted or put right you're being led by the spirit you might not understand the pathway you might decide actually i want to go here and he's showing you to come around here because there's something that's an obstacle something that's in the way we have to surrender to him and of course you've got to hear him do you ever think do you ever have someone talk at you yeah do you know what if they gave me half a chance I went to see um, many years ago I was in the States Mark McGrath took me to see a cousin and uh, It wasn't that far away, a couple of hours away. And we sat there for a couple of hours. And he just talked. And he just talked about himself and what was going on. I think he did ask me one question, but he never stopped to hear the answer. I thought, you know, sometimes we just need to stop and listen. We're so, Lord do this do this do this or i want this i want this remember when we said the spirit helping us to pray we don't have to kind of overload with the words we have to listen as well as actually speak and recognize that god's called us as servants and he he'd take us not as servants as sons and he takes us into that into that closeness of fellowship and he talks to us he doesn't talk at us he said, come close and we can we can you can hear and we can commune and fellowship together and have understanding not about see leading the spirit is not doing something in order to gain a reward it's not a bribe because we have to We have to allow our minds to kind of be uh, subservient to give way to the spirit. Because my mind does not always work in the same way as the mind of God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? My mind does not work. Do you know why? Why? Because I've got an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny little mind. And a little teeny-weeny brain... It's quite a big brain, really. But it's a little teeny-weeny brain. God is infinite. He has all wisdom and all knowledge. And so I have to give way of what I would see in my rational, logical thinking in order to be led by the Spirit of God. And, you know... God is good because he gives us little things so we begin to learn. He doesn't start off by saying, "Okay, I'm leading you to walk across the Thames. Uh, You may come to that. I still kind of quite like the idea of the bridge, but you you may come to that if that's what God wants. But generally speaking, God is kind of preparing us for what lies ahead. Practice kind of makes perfect. Perfect. And learning to walk normally by the Spirit I walk to the station I do it every day but I'm open to see anything or to speak to anybody or to think anything that God wants basically that is preparing us learning to do it in the normal course of life and letting his word dwell in us so that he can speak to us by the word, the scriptures that we've got in. And of course, we've already talked about the importance of praying in tongues where we communicate with him in that particular way where the mind is kind of set aside from other things rather than trying to form requests. And in all these things, it's enhanced by the the people that we we engage with and walk with, there's a, there's a, a dimension, uh, very interesting, if you hang out with people that um, embrace and love the word, you kind of catch something on that, if you hang out with people that just want to watch films or something like that, you know a lot about films, or politics, or whatever it may be, you know, it's it's, it's quite a, quite a key area. God gives us faith to do the very thing that He speaks about. And Peter, Peter found faith in the word when Jesus said, "Come." God speaks and leads us. He em, he empowers us with the ability to walk in that way. you know sometimes the outward thing doesn't look any different you know we talked about you can give a cup of water in the name of Jesus you can actually as God takes you and leads you can minister something or you can just give a cup of water you know if if you think back uh in the scriptures uh you think um, Ishmael was according to the flesh. Yeah? It was what Abraham decided. It was a scheme. Isaac was according to the Spirit, to God's inspiration and promise. But they were both conceived, they were both given birth. So outwardly, you wouldn't see any different, but boy, there's a difference. There's a difference to this day that we see. So it's not about the outward, it's about what's going on behind it. Led of the Spirit. We've become part of the ministry of Jesus. And, you know, this is not about a kind of weirdo thing. I am being led of the Spirit. That's weird, I feel nothing, the Spirit has led me, I experience no joy, I feel no pain. No, it's weird, that's just kind of, we're body, soul and spirit. We don't, don't leave the body to be led by the Spirit, disembodiment is not required. It's just that we're led by the Spirit and not by feelings and not by body. We can have feelings. And God leads us. And we see God at work. It's okay to to rejoice and be glad in the goodness of God. Yes? Oh, hallelujah. It's good to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What was the results, according to the Bible? Anybody like joy? Enjoy being joyful? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Not too much, because we're English, you know? And even those of you who weren't born English, you've become English since you joined this church, you know? No, we can enjoy. But we're talking about, what is the Bible saying? full of inexpressible and glorious joy. See, if somebody said to you, would you like more joy or more misery? Yeah. But what about those of us that are kind of relatively happy? Somebody said, would you like more joy? What would you say? Yeah, not half, mate. Yeah. Because... There's something about that that gives us strength, lifts us up. I'm not convinced. Just a little tender show of hands. Would you like more joy? Yeah? Hands up those who don't want it. And hands up those who are paralyzed and didn't put their hand up for either. (laughs) All right. Jesus full of joy through the Holy Spirit and righteousness and peace. Let's think of a few examples and then we'll take a time and just come in before God again. A few biblical examples. Moses in the desert. Not unusual for bushes to be burning. Desert. Things catch fire. But on a given time he's led by the Spirit to a particular place. Oh boy, what a place. A place where God speaks to him. He says, take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. Man alive. I'd get my shoes off pretty quick, wouldn't you, in that situation? Yeah. About Nehemiah, here's a different one. Sam Balat and Tobias come along. He said, no, I'm not coming down. I'm building a wall. No negotiation, no, no compromise, no discussion. I have what I have to do, God's given it to me to do. I've been led by God. The Spirit of God has led me to do this. I am not even gonna engage with you. That's a place of security, a place of confidence, a place of just getting on with what God's given us to do. Well, Elijah, I mean, God gives a lot of examples of people led by the Spirit imagine you're new in town you're of a different background, tribe, sect or whatever and you find somebody who's starving to death and just about to use the last of what she's got to feed her son. You say, give it to me. I mean you just wouldn't do it, would you? I mean, it's Can you imagine that in the Daily Mail? Prophet of God takes the food out of a starving widow. It's just not done, is it? See, the Spirit of God can lead us into what the natural mind would say is audacious. Anybody fancy that kind of one? Anybody want prayer for that today? I'd like to take the food out of the mouth of a starving widow. No, no takers. Oh, I thought somebody might like that. Yeah, Philip, and this great revival going on, and God says, "Go, walk out." It's like you know, he's in the middle of middle of speaking, having a great time. He says, See you guys. I'm off. I mean, it's just not the done thing, is it? But he goes because God's called him and led him to a particular place. And we have lots of examples that we could speak about. Some would go back a while. At the time that God said, take 10% of the income of the church and set it aside for a purpose that I'm going to show you. And there's this money piling up. Meanwhile, the church is kind of struggling to, to make ends meet. And that was the beginning of what became Lifeline Network, led of the Spirit. Elspeth told us last week of being led of the Spirit of God to go into a shop where she normally goes, but then to, to see and speak to somebody and to ask after them. It's fun. It's living on the edge. Means that we're not at the mercy of every crisis. We're not driven about, but we're moving in God. Not responding to pressure, not becoming uptight, not getting defensive, but able to move in what God wants. At those times... When God has directed us, jump on a plane and go somewhere just to see somebody. But what about the cost? What about the time? We hear the testimony as brothers come in and share the significance of that happening. Not about being received as kings and princes. Then there's the exciting things. And I'm just telling you a few of these things. And then we're going to pray. Because this is what God has got for us. Many of you remember uh, our sister Lisa, who'd be coming over. Lisa and Greg coming over for the conference. Lisa had a very difficult time in her life. She had a failed marriage she lost out in her walk with God we'd lost all contact with her she'd gone off one day and it's a bank holiday I mean you'd think God would take a rest on a bank holiday wouldn't you everybody's off work I'm sitting there minding my own business and I sense God saying contact Lisa I had no contact for a long time Didn't even have an address. She'd moved. She hadn't given us. But I managed to get a contact through her ex-husband. Called her. Next day she came. She came back to God. Became a great source of blessing to many of you. To the church. God used her mightily. But It was just contact. See, guys we're just there to be used by god if we were led by the spirit of god he can position us and do whatever he wants with us when we started lcp we had formerly had a corporate sense of direction god very specifically and it happens to this day said in future the direction i've given you But the shape of it will be determined by the faith of individuals. And so for everything that you're going to do within this direction, there will be somebody who is what we're going to call a champion, who will have faith for that particular thing. And many of you are aware of the story of the outcome of that. It's a wonderful thing. It's an exciting thing to be led by the Spirit of God so how about it how about this week there's no time better than the present to actually say okay Lord will you lead me this week let's just stand together and he says if you love me keep my commandment right now as we've looked at today is offering increase in adventure adventuring with the Holy Spirit this week this week come on guys this week it's a good time to say Lord okay I want to be led by your Spirit I want to be led by your Spirit in the positions I take, the attitude I take, the thoughts that I have, and I want to be led by your Spirit in the things that I do. I want to be led into opportunities to show your love. I want to be led away from those things which are negative in your purpose. I invite you, Holy Spirit of God, to intensify that sensitivity that I be led of you. Hold before God's specifics. God loves specifics. Lord, lead me in something to do with my children this week. Lord, lead me in my workplace. Lord, lead me In my television choices, Lord, lead me in the people I'm to reach out to. I could go on and on. God is willing to engage in every aspect of our lives in leading us. So, my brothers and sisters, it's over to you. Yep. Yeah? 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 And what you're gonna do next week? You're gonna come and tell us. Yeah? And you record it so that I don't miss it.